0: Hello, Knights of the Roll Table, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of our podcast. Uh, this was a night where Chris and or Jen were not able to make our recording time last minute, and we still wanted to record something, and Jeff was like, well, I have this kind of silly idea if y'all are up for it, and we were, so... He didn't really explain anything after that. We started recording and you're gonna hear what happened. So uh, it was entirely improvised, not very edited. So you're pretty much gonna hear it as it happened. And uh, it was a good time, if it's in our continuity, you know, somewhere. I hope you enjoy it, actually. So uh, part of the reason we're releasing this bonus episode right now is I'm going to be on vacation for the next two weeks. So this will drop while I'm off vacationing. I'm going to be in the uh, south, and uh, there's some several days where it's supposed to be like 95, but feels like 115, so... Um, if you want to do a, a very special favor for me, uh, if we anything you can do to, like, stop climate change, that would be really great. So, like, install some solar panels or get an electric car or eat less red meat. That would be huge because even though that's probably not going to affect my vacation enjoyment, it would be great if it was not like this for the rest of my life and my children's lives. Anyway, enjoy this very special funny comedy episode DM'd by Jeff with Carlos, Matt, and myself. Uh, Hope you enjoy it, thanks for spreading the word. Um, We've really been taking off in downloads recently, so super appreciate that. Leave those reviews on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you see a review, that's super helpful. And spread the word, and remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and make life an adventure.
1: Welcome, what Knights of the Roll Table, to the first ever Wacky Races of the Dungeons <laughs> & Dragons Podcast, Knights of the Roll Table. This is your DM for this stupid idea, Jeff. And with me today is Zach. Hey, he just explained
0: this to us live in that he hasn't explained it. You heard everything he's
1: explained. And Matt. What is happening? And Carlos.
2: I'm Carlos.
1: All right. So here's what I need each of you to do. I want you to pick your funniest character mm. from your repertoire. Who's the funniest mm. character, the most comedic, the most that other D&D characters would say is funny? I'll give you a moment to think. Maybe some light trumpet music to... Smooth over the gap as we consider. Mm.
3: I don't think any of my characters are intentionally funny.
4: <laughs>
1: well, follow your heart. <laughs> follow your heart.
0: Do I need to jam more? Because I haven't played this trumpet in like literally eight years. <laughs> uh, yeah, keep wailing on that thing, man. It needs it needs some oil.
1: All right, so let's go through and reveal who our players are going to be playing today.
0: Zach, who are you going to be playing? You guys, listen. When I designed him, he was going to be gritty and hard-hitting and tough, but like that's not how people treat Jarek Dark Harbor. So I feel like mm. other people would identify Jarek as the funny character, but he's you know he's got dark backstory. He's got all sorts
1: of... It's going to be Jarek yeah y- yes, I just wanted the name <laughs> great, and then Matt, I will let you
3: choose if you want between Celius and Melbourne mm. mm
1: how about Melbourne okay So we haven't heard Melbourne in a while. We've heard some celius recently, and then Carlos.
2: Uh, I think my first choice would be uh, an obscure character that I played for one of our Clubhouse sessions called hmm. Ted Costco. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> it, I didn't know we were, we're going doing with Clubhouse him. sessions. <laughs> Those don't count. I know. I know. They're they're uh, out of continuity. So instead, I'll go with uh, Yenny. It'll be Yenny Duck. Was Ted Costco the
0: romance <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, uh, at the at the boardwalk. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. She's like the heir of the Costco Empire. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. That's
0: right. How's our uh, clubhouse community growing these days? We miss them. I love them. Ever since I had to start driving kids around, I haven't been able to go back there.
1: Shout out, hey, to the clubhouse. clubhouse! Shout out to clubhouse. Hey, if you're out there listening to us on Clubhouse, how did you do that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: This episode not sponsored by Clubhouse. Clubhouse, not sponsoring Knights of the Roll Table.
1: Okay, so each of your characters, wherever they happen to be in the world, um, Jarek in a uh, bar, um, Melbourne out in the woods, um, Yenny uh, falling asleep in a place that's uh, socially unacceptable for comedy reasons. Mm-hmm. You each uh, fall asleep, and uh, your dreams begin as they normally do, thinking about the day, and going through the acts of the week and considering all of the implications of that. Uh, but suddenly, your dream is sort of interrupted. There is a record scratch, and you are transported immediately into a space of giant marble emptiness. It is a area full of pillars, and at the end sits a giant throne and you look around and it's very empty except for two other people around you and it's the three of you all standing in this empty place
0: hey Yenny, how you doing uh remember that party we met at (laughs)
4: is that you melvin aren't you melvin you sound very far away Oh, hello! Yes! You're Jarek Darkharbor! How are you doing? You You're like are... the other paladin.
0: Yes. You haven't heard of Yenny? Yenny, uh. Yes, I have. Of I'm the... just really busy Yeni... with
4: names.
0: <laughs> you were in the same season. <laughs> you two connect.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you. What Are you doing? You weren't asleep in a church like I was.
1: I was asleep in a tree. As you guys are catching up, uh, one of you all kind of uh hear this little pat, 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 kind of a wet little like leather um stomping and it's kind of echoing through. And um, you see coming out kind of through some of the pillars is uh this short squat platypus and the short. Squat little platypus has a little hat on that's like a clown hat that's like up and it has the three little uh poofy balls on it. And he's walking up to you, and he's only about a foot tall or so, and you're you're just kind of looking at him, and he comes up. He'll see you now. Follow me. And then he turns uh, around and he starts walking.
4: Wait, uh, good beaver duck, uh what? Who? Who are you? Where are we? I'm, I'm the platypus. Um, oh! Yeah. I've read of you, but I've never met one. You're larger and more talkative than I thought. Yeah, it's kind of unexpected.
1: So that's what makes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, let's go see him. And he starts walking off. So last time I
0: did, something like this happened to me. Uh, I had to fight Massimo Lionheart and uh, Biscuit and Sileus, and we all got blown up and then turned into animals, and then I got this really cool spell. So um, I don't know if this is like this or not, but
1: uh, I think we should just follow the platypus.
2: Yeah, that sounds pretty fun.
1: Let's okay. do it. All right. You guys start following the platypus and you're approaching the throne and uh, sitting over it is uh, kind of a portly gentleman and uh, he's wearing like uh, just like a like a robe kind of like with white sheets and it uh, looks like there's a bunch of like grapevines growing up and around his uh, giant throne there. And as you get closer, you notice he's not really sitting like straight in it. He's kind of sitting with his legs over one arm and his back over the other. And he's got a big golden goblet and he's swirling it around. And uh, wine is just kind of falling all over. And he goes, oh, oh, are they here, platypus? And the platypus says, yes, here they are. And he says, oh, good. Welcome, friends, to the realm of Dionysus. Greek god of wine and revelry. I've summoned you here because things up here are so dramatically boring. I'm just bored, bored, bored all of the time. And I understand that you're all champions, yes, champions. One could say that realms a a champion. Uh, well, I care not. A uh, platypus here. Uh, he, he summoned you. He he picks people from time to time and uh, tries to entertain me. I, I thought having a little platypus with a clown hat would be very funny, but it turns out it gets old after a little while. And the platypus I did not notice the you. clown hat.
4: I thought it was yeah. his hair.
1: No, it's just a hat. And he kind of gives you a look like it's a living. <laughs> Dionysus okay. says, now look, I, most gods, they summon champions to fight evil people and destroy realms or bring great justice. All I ask, all I plead of you is to do something hilarious. Make people laugh. Make me laugh. So go out. I'm going to send you into the depths of the Nine Hells and just, you know, play it for fun. Be loose out there. Find a funny way to take down somebody. I've seen arms chopped off. How about a little panache out there? How about a little bit of flair? Something that really gets us going up here. And I'll make sure that no harm comes to you. What do you me- say?
3: Melvin raises his hand. Uh, oh, excuse uh, me. Yes.
4: Um, yes, you, but will' be will we be fighting evil? and will we be bringing justice? Yeah, great question.
1: All the things you're going to have to kill are going to be super evil. Like I said, I'm sending you deep into the nine hells That's- and y- yes, uh, yeah, I also have a question. It doesn't. I don't feel like the
0: the nine hells is necessarily. The funniest of all the planes, you know, is there, is there possibly something more, you know, jovial?
1: Ah, oh, well, that's what I'm premises? saying. It needs, it needs a little bit of juice down there. It's just so and drab and it's all okay. stabbing and torturing and lava and you know running people over with lawnmowers it's just so predictable i'm hoping you guys while you're doing some swift justice for good and um nobility and all that yes 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 stuff you know maybe you can spice it up and each time you do i'll grant you uh, additional power as you go uh, oh, oh, what say you all uh, what are
0: Is this a multiple choice? What are our options besides like, yes, send me the, all of the nine hells?
1: Oh, yes. It's either go to the nine hells or I'll mm-hmm. okay. um, uh, make you into a platypus and you can serve me here for all time. Uh, to the nine hells, then. Do he I
4: says,
1: get a hat? Oh, uh, yes. Excellent. <laughs> Good job. You get a plus one to strength for the next minute. So oh, add okay. that to your docket. And he goes, he goes, woo, and he kind of swooshes his uh, wine goblet around. And above your head, a little clown hat appears, and he goes, <laughs> and it pops up. And uh. it just kind of uh, appears, and it kind of makes a little like squeaky, huh, like, huh, as it uh, <laughs> comes onto your head. Okay. How about anybody else? How about a, a funny piece of clothing to, to protect you while you're down there? You there, short one.
2: Uh. I don't know anything that's funnier than a hat. <laughs> what about um like a tail?
1: Ooh, I like it. What type of tail? Something uh,
2: silly. He's got a weird tail, and yet he points at the platypus. One of them things.
1: <gasps> you got it! And he uh swishes his white around and thump, you get a big beaver tail. And now you have a plus one beaver tail attack. So you can use that now in the nine Hills. <laughs> And you, there, What? What sort of
4: uh, funny clothing would you like to have? Um. Uh, perhaps mismatched socks. <laughs>
1: uh, well, um. Is
4: that funny?
1: Okay, and he uh, he swishes it around, and you have a white sock and a black sock on now. Okay, well, I I hope it gets better down there. Well, good luck. And he snaps his finger and instantly the entire place around you you don't get sucked into anything there's no sort of transition time it just instantly cuts and your background is now a burning fire hellscape and you guys look around you and to the front of you you see that there's a giant lake of lava behind you see you see that there's uh, an endless abyss that falls into what looks like a giant mouth full of teeth and razor blades and then mm-hmm. to the left and to the right is a small bridge over both of these things uh, that has a bunch of demons with uh, big wings and scythes. And some of them have a little pitchfork and they're just like walking around and they see you and they go, and we'll roll for initiative.
0: I honk my hat.
1: Ooh, you get a plus Uh -uh. two to your initiative.
3: Yay. (laughs)
2: 19.
3: 12 for Melbourne.
0: All right, woo! I rolled a twenty. That's twenty-four for Jarek and his honky hat.
1: Damn, that's probably not what I okay. should call it. <laughs> no, it's the honky. It's the honky hat of Dionysus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so very good, Jarek. It is your turn first. What would you like to do? You look to the right and. Uh, You see that there's uh, kind of two of these like impish devil monsters with uh, a pitchfork. And then you look down the other way and you see that there's a couple of these other kind of two tall, bigger stone looking guys that Mm -hmm. have uh, like a big scythe.
0: Okay, I'll turn to the first two guys on the right and say, hey, uh, we were sent by Dionysus. We heard you needed some levity. Um, So here we are. I honk the hat again. Honk.
1: <laughs> is, that something, is that
0: something you're expecting?
1: They <laughs> go, and they just start speaking in some sort of deep infernal language that you don't quite understand. And they kind of start uh, running towards you. Mm, I will hilariously
0: uh, draw my sword and attack them. <laughs> okay. You're just going to straight up attack. I mean, they're coming at me in a threatening way, right? Because they're yeah. in the nine hells. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'll do this. I will... Uh... Maybe I don't want to do that yet. I don't want to go full sacred weapon on them. Um, let's go ahead and uh, drop a little bless on everybody. That seems good to do. Just like a
1: regular spell?
0: As opposed to? I'm going to bless up to three characters in my choice. Well, that's good because there's three characters there. Yeah, I'm going to (laughs) include me. One, two. We get all that. uh, Whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw, before the spell ends, a target can roll a d4 and add the number roll to the attack roll or saving throw, which we might need because these goblins are coming at us or whatever they are. Uh, Are That's my action. Okay. I don't want to offend them. How does
1: that? How does that uh, manifest the bless?
0: Um, I mean, probably radiantly. Maybe it's cast out from my talking angel sword, which I feel like will have strong opinions about uh, being in the nine hells. Um, so, kind of like probably maybe like a, a, a shaft of light going out from the sword into each of us, kind of like. Creating this little little aura radiating out from us a bit.
1: All right, so you do that and you you make that connection with the sword and it comes out and it's like the cover of the uh, Dungeons and, Jag- and Dragons book. It's like very epic and it's very cool. And all of you guys, kind of in your head at the same time, you hear this uh, voice and it's Dionysus and he goes, "Oh, how predictable! How very boring! I I wish you juiced it up a little bit." And uh it kind of lets out a sigh. Oh and is that the end of uh, your turn?
0: Well uh hang on, how about this? Hey, uh Javadriel, guess where we are? <laughs> and my sword says, Oh, Jeric Duck, do you want to do Javadriel? No, <laughs> well, you can no, take Javadriel you if you want. I
1: want you to do
0: it. Jeric Duck Harbor, are we uh Are you in the nine hells? <laughs> yes, I am Javadriel, but hey, guess who sent me here? Hmm, was it a demon? No, well, I don't think so. Was it? Oh, you could guess a long time. It was Dionysus. Do you know Dionysus? Does Dionysus and Torm hang out? Does Dionysus have beef with Torm? Because I feel like that this might have something to do about it. Is this like a god joke thing? I don't know. That's probably my turn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, So you're going to spend it talking to your sword? <laughs>
0: I mean, I could do a bonus action, I used my action to bless, and then I got shamed for it, so, yeah, it no I don't think I want to burn anything.
1: Little, yeah, it's just a bit of rote, you know, I sent you here to I spice shame. it up, give me the goofs, give me the sillies.
0: Uh, I'll make a face at the oncoming devils. <laughs> demons, uh, demons? We said demons? They're demons, or devils, yeah. Uh, what?
1: What's your face?
0: Um, well, let's see. I've got probably a sword in one hand and a, and a shield in the other hand, so I I can't do the like inverted eyelids with my finger or like holding up a hand and um, wiggling my finger. So uh, I guess I'll just do the kind of like raspberry at them.
1: How's that? <laughs> you hear? Ooh, very good, <laughs> very intimidating. All right, uh, that's the end of your turn, and now it is Yenny's turn. You hear the voice say, "To make it, make it goofy, make it goofy, Yenny.
2: Oh yeah, I've always wanted to try this. Uh, question for the DM: As far as my yes, tail, sir. can it can it sort of like move? Like, can I make it move? Uh, oh yeah, I feel.
1: Oh yeah, you right. have full control of it. In fact, full it's super control. nimble. It's very like it's like it's another part of your body.
2: Perfect. Okay, so so tell me how doable or what combination of things I would need to try and pull this off. I want to pretend that I'm a Tanuki Mario from Super Mario Brothers Three mm-hmm. and yes. mm-hmm. do a sprint at yes. one of the like little demons and then jump. And as I jump over them, slap them in the face with my beaver tail attack. As I like and jump vaulting over them
1: roll an athletics check. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. That is a 13.
1: 13. All right. So you get a you get a running jump. You um f- jump up, you fly over him, you try and uh hit him with the tail, but you don't quite have you don't quite have the <laughs> <laughs> the the reach on it it's a little bit off you just kind of like uh scrape the top of them which kind of jerks their head back and they go wah, wah. uh and so they are kind of uh miffed right now so i'll say that was kind of your uh, movement action if you wanted to take uh like a full action now they're kind of uh back a little bit so i'll give you advantage on an attack at the one that's at the furthest from you uh-huh. Or the one that you're closest to, which is now at the end. You're okay. behind him.
2: Got it. Um, okay, they have a tail, right?
1: They do. A little pointy barb tail. It's like,
2: aha, all right, I'll give myself an advantage. And uh, Yenny takes out her axe, her hydra axe, and uh, is going to swing specifically to try and chop off the uh, devil's tail.
1: Okay, uh, roll an attack. And you can take an advantage since yeah. they're stunned. <laughs>
2: Nineteen.
1: Nineteen, very good. So you uh is your intent just to cleave off their tail? Oh yeah. Okay, great. Even so, if it does
2: less damage. I want I want that tail <laughs> off. <laughs> All
1: right. So you swing down and uh you manage to chop off its uh one of their tails that just funk and uh starts whipping around uh as it kind of uh smokes and uh Hisses at the very end of it as opposed to having any blood or guts or anything. It's just kind of, and it goes, ow, ow, ah, and is now super angry and looking at you. All right, anything else on your turn, Yanni?
2: Nope, that's the tail end of my turn. <laughs>
1: hey, Dionysus goes, ah, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, it is Melbourne's turn.
3: Um, The tail is still flopping around down there. Yeah. All right. Melbourne's going to rush forward and pick up the tail. Okay. And then I want to smack one of the demons over the head with it.
1: (laughs) He goes, Ooh, you hear it kind of in your head. You go and you go, Ooh, what's he up to over there? I do like this. Uh, So you can roll an attack with advantage. Ooh, with advantage.
3: Uh, Those are both pretty good. Um, Okay, well, I rolled a 19 and 18. I have no idea what that would be with uh, Improvised Weapon because I don't know the rules for
1: that off the top of my head. Nope, that's perfectly fine. So you come up and you... uh, How do you want to do it? Like a big hit or like a little... I want to actually smack like... (laughs) Like back and forth on the face? Like I challenge you to a duel?
3: Yeah. Oh, and I get extra attack because I'm this guy. So uh, the other one, if that's also an advantage, I don't know would be uh i rolled a 12 so again i have no idea how that works with improvised weapons i should look up the rules for that because i have no no don't worry about it, no, that that's
1: that's all good we'll just we'll just take straight 20s yeah. and play it from there cool. so you go up you pick you pick up the tail you come over to one and you go thump, 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 and you hit him right in there and it's why are you hitting
4: yourself why are you hitting yourself <laughs>
1: You hear you hear a laughter in all of you guys in your head. You kind of hear this, lovely. Oh! and somehow, like just doing that, like it doesn't, like an an extra bit of strength happens at the very end, and it uh the tail just like glows with this energy and like smacks this little thing and it goes, firing across the lake, like so far you can like barely see it, and then on the very edge you just see a. that one just is completely gone you feel super confident and you turn over to the next guy and you're going to do the same thing and uh you uh go to hit it and you just kind of uh it it, you just drop it accidentally and it just falls down on the ground (laughs) and it just goes and it looks at you and then it's going to uh attack you and i need to find my dice all right. Does a 21 hit you, Melbourne? Just barely, yes. Ooh, all right. So uh, the devil um, that you tried to hit, he uh, comes back and he stabs into you. And he is going to do seven uh, fire damage to you. And you kind of uh, get stabbed and you kind of feel this... Uh, just scorching heat, both from the weapon and the, and as it just kind of like singes your clothes, it seems like it's like a burning hot um, poker uh, that you get stabbed with. And so like, suddenly you're like, Oh, this dream is like real a little bit, even though that ridiculous thing like just kind of happened, like, Oh, this actually hurt a lot. So that kind of hit you there. Um, The, two big stone guys are going to come over and they're going to come up to, um, they're going to start walking over towards Jarek and first one is going to come in and they actually are going to uh, kind of slip on um, uh, the ground there and kind of fall out of the, uh, their knee. Um, Jarek, you'll get an attack of opportunity right now that you could take if you would like. As this one that was heading towards you kind of slips, they really failed their attack. So they kind of slipped and you have a moment of advantage. Um, They kind of slide down on one knee and they have a big scythe in their hand that they're kind of trying to use to stand back up.
0: I'm going to create a minor illusion of a pie (laughs) on the ground in front of this uh, (laughs) fallen creature. And I'm gonna try to shove its head further down. We use the momentum of the slip to shove its head uh, further down into the hilarious banana cream pie that I've just uh, manifested using minor illusion.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, roll a d20 to see if you succeed in the physical action. All right, you do. Sh- <laughs> sure enough, the pie appears, and you hear in your head, "Ooh, I like where this is going. Good, good." Uh, I got a 15. All right, that will work. So while it's down, um, it's kind of kneeling down. It's like, Pie,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and you slam its head down. And uh, even though it's an illusion, your magic kind of like works extra. And it uh, like um, comes up around his head and like completely engulfs him. And so his whole head is now covered in this like illusory like pie and is kind of stumbling uh blindly all around the other one that was running up is gonna kind of push his way past on this kind of narrow little uh bridge thing that you guys are walking on and they're going to swing at you they're gonna go for a 17 to hit jerek does that hit you sir a 17 does not hit jerek all right, so they uh, just kind of yeah. swing this big scythe, and even though they um, miss, uh, a bunch of like lava that's kind of like coming out of his hands and just kind of pouring out through the rocky parts, uh, kind of singes you because you are super close to it as it's swinging, and you are going to take uh, four damage, four fire damage from uh, the uh, burning <coughs> lava.
0: All right, Okay, and and I tell it, Oh, but pie, love you
1: very much. <laughs> and uh, you're gonna feel a- it's good, you guys. You- you're gonna kind of feel like a little extra singe, and you're gonna take another point of damage and die. Ow! Like, oh, oh, I don't know about that. I improv that. <laughs> Okay, well let's just keep rolling with it g- g- Continue the scene And Jared, it's your it's your full turn now Okay
0: <laughs> I'm up What am I looking at? He, he he was engulfed in pie and then I got fire burned?
1: Yes, by the other one There's two of these oh, little, there's big rock two. monsters Yeah Okay So one has pie all over his face And he's kind of stumbling around um, The magic of Dionysus has made it a real pie uh, and the other one is facing off with you.
0: Uh, Javatril, do you know any jokes? I do not joke. Battling is serious business. All right, you did the straight man thing. Um, let's just uh, let's let's uh, let's do the thing. Let's hit him, and I will um, roll some attacks on the guy who just singed me. Okay. Oh, roll the two. Uh, Mm, that's not gonna do it. And a 13 plus seven is 20. 20 for bazoom. a second attack. Second attack hits. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna swing at him and miss the first time and be like, oh no, look over there. And then yeah. I'll hit it with the second one as he turns. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! You fell <Yeah>. for it.
1: <laughs> huh? And uh, sure, sure enough, like that extra little uh, jab to the back, um, like activates like some energy you've never kind of seen before and just kind of slices it right in half and just kind of and it falls down and falls uh, off of the little bridge that you're on down into the uh, lava below and kind of like singes up. And Dionysus goes, oh, very good. I love some tomfoolery. Knock, knock. It's the demon talking. Uh
0: Abyss. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> you, you I, feel like, I feel like you need to do it in the same language or the knock-knock joke format doesn't work as well.
1: <laughs> it, it, yeah, it kind of like starts to kind of rage. It kind of gets uh, a little... Uh, more agitated. All right. Melbourne, okay. it's your turn.
3: <clears throat> Alright. Um, are any of the beings that we are fighting wearing clothing of any sort? <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going.
1: No. Alright, boring. <laughs> Unless, okay. No, actually they are. They're wearing like a little like uh like a little like loincloth type thing. <laughs> yeah. Perfect.
3: All right. Um who who's still like which Things are still there on this little
1: bridge. There's like a little uh, demon devil that's right near you. And then there's a big like uh, lava monster uh, near Jarek with pie on his face.
3: Uh, I think this will be funny here. Okay. Uh, Melbourne is going to misty step behind the lava monster and pants Mm -hmm. (laughs) him. Good.
1: (laughs) All right. So you go... And uh, you pull his pants down. And even though you pull pull down his pants, like there isn't any discernible difference. (laughs) It's just like more of the same. And so, uh, even though that happens, he like kind of shields himself, like, (laughs) like, oh no, and tries to kind of like walk over to the side, but walks off of the bridge, kind of over and like, but stays in as if he were still walking on something and then uh, looks down and goes, uh-oh and then and then splashes down below so you successfully uh,
4: looney tuned the other one. Ho ho ho. ho. It's a little problem. Dennis <laughs> goes, "Yes, very good. Very good."
1: All right, and now it is Yenny's turn. There is one more uh, there's the demon out right in front of you, the little demon guy.
2: Uh, like how close do? are they to me?
1: They're pretty close. Okay.
2: Um, here's what Yanni's going to do. Yanni's going to, first off, she's going to rage. And then she is going to get a running start and then do a spin attack with her uh, beaver tail. Um, and since I have extra attack, I'll spin enough to hit him twice.
1: Ooh, okay. Do uh, I'll tell you what. You could, uh, if you want to do a spin-up, instead of having two attacks, you could do one attack with advantage. Mm. Since you're kind of spinning up. Let's do that. All right, go for it.
2: All right, that's going to be a 16.
1: All right, very good. So you spin up, and you start like coming towards it, and it's like and like you turn into like a tasmanian devil like just like a blur and <laughs> like inconceivably fast and you guys looking at it like it doesn't even make sense what you're looking at that Yenny can spin so fast and then like you're kind of like heading towards it and it can the little demon can kind of like see it. And they're like uh, uh, uh. they're kind of like wincing at it and then finally you hit it and it flies across the other way into the uh, like abyss and then down into the pit and down at the bottom, there's just a little mouth and it kind of goes and it eats it up. <laughs> and then after a second it goes Thank you. And then now you have a defeated all of them. And then suddenly Yay. The way, everything goes and you're back in the holy realm of Dionysus and what? you stand in front of you stand in front. And he goes, "Oh, that was so good! That was hilarious! I just loved what you guys were doing there." Jerek I mean- Dark
0: Harbor. Yeah. What? No, we're done. I I have found a joke. I don't think we need a joke anymore.
1: Oh, I no, worked please. really
0: hard on it.
1: Do tell. So a joke.
0: I don't think. Uh, all right, Dionysus wants to hear the joke. Is it? Is it? Is it? I. It, it's good, I promise. Okay, fine, go ahead. I had a friend who was always dressed well and could float on lava. He was flamboyant. Well. That's, that's not
4: bad. I mean...
0: It's a, it's a fun... It's a uses some vocabulary. It. I would give that 6 out of 10. That's not bad. That's not bad, right?
1: Uh... Like he floats on lava, right? Dionysus kind of like uh, flicks his hand like that. And like on, on your sword, Jarek, is there like a, like, how does the sound come out? Is there like a certain place that it comes from? (laughs) There is not.
0: It just radiates from, from the celestial plane.
3: (laughs) I'd always right, assumed well, it was the vibration of the blade was like causing sound yeah. to come out of it. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it
0: right, vibrates so, bad jokes. <laughs> as as the, it gets uh, muffled. When he puts it in the scabbard, it gets muffled if that
1: helps. <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> so uh as it's kind of as the Javadrya is kind of like ha 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 like laughing like that, um the platypus comes up. And uh, he pulls out a roll of duct tape and takes a little piece and kind of rips it off and puts it (laughs) just kind of like over the base of the blade, like kind of near the hill. And you just kind of hear, (laughs) ha, (laughs) ha, ha. Yeah, that ought to keep him quiet. Oh, now, uh, very good. Now, you've done some combat. Oh, let's see. Um, Let's see. What's another? um, What's another uh, boring thing that happens in these realms? Oh, yes. Uh, How about a heist? How about you guys go heist something and uh, make it super silly for me? What do you think of that?
4: What
2: What
1: will we steal?
2: Yeah, which one's to steal?
1: Oh, uh, uh, maybe just um, maybe just like um, the world's most expensive diamond. How does that sound? Is it Is it owned by an evil fiend? Oh yes, uh, super evil. They're an art dealer. Oh, the worst absolute worst what say you are you up for it remember it's got to be silly yes very well and suddenly he snaps his finger and the background changes and now it's very dark and you guys are in this kind of like big um it almost looks like a museum. Like there's painting on the wall, and there's like statues, and um, you guys look way down the hallway, and there's um, like a big domed ceiling, and at the very center of that, there's uh, this pedestal, and at the top of the pedestal, under a big piece of glass, mm. is this giant shiny diamond, and around it are all these big metal bars that are kind of closing it in like a big shark's cage. And then outside of that are like uh, 10 guards that are kind of have their arms crossed and standing in front of it. And uh, around them, you kind of see that there's these like uh, little lights, these like laser lights that are kind of like going up and down uh, in front of it there. Um, It's clearly nighttime and there's not anybody in this kind of place. And you are in the museum of dirt. To Darton, the Darton Museum of Fine Antiquities. No.
2: Mm-hmm. Very official. Very real. Very
1: official. Okay, so thoughts? about thoughts, guys.
2: Hmm. What if we go in there and steal the diamond?
0: <laughs> yeah that's a good idea let's build on that how should we do that in a funny way
4: what if we tell them we're stealing the diamond no one would expect thieves to do that
0: okay we could go with that maybe we have like uh some orders to steal the diamond and um uh, they're expected to stop us you want to just kind of like play it straight we'll tell or? them
2: we're gonna steal the diamond and then they'll be like you can't steal the diamond, but then we won't steal the diamond. And they'll be like, why aren't they stealing the diamonds? And while they're turning to each other, asking that question, we'll steal the diamonds.
4: Ha <laughs> ha, uh-huh, brilliant, okay. Yenny. Right.
1: You guys hear uh, a voice in your head and you hear it says, oh, I almost forgot. I should have uh, some equipment arriving for you soon. And you guys uh, just right in front of you, poof, this like uh, big bag appears and it kind of makes like a metal clunk, like there's a bunch of uh, stuff inside of it.
0: What's in there, Yenny? Let's uh, take a -hmm. look at this.
1: Oh, do you
2: think there's a diamond in here? And Yenny opens it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yenny opens it up and uh, you reach in and you pull out a rubber chicken.
2: Oh, it's just a dead chicken.
1: Shakespeare. Those are hilarious. (laughs) What else is
0: in there? Jarek reaches in and grabs something.
1: All right, it's a it's a big banana peel.
0: None of this sounds like it. Didn't it make a clattering sound when it hit the ground? I don't think I (laughs) tossed the banana
3: peel casually behind my back. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, Melbourne will also reach in.
1: All right. What's for me? You pull out a big thing of like uh, fake vomit. You know, like the plastic stuff that, that you put oh, on the oh. desk,
4: and it looks like fake vomit. I have an idea. We'll go in as art connoisseurs, and uh, one of us will be sick. And he, like, flaps the vomit. <laughs> <at you guys. laughs> and then while they're distracted, we'll steal the diamond.
0: Uh, Okay. I'm going to turn the bag upside down and just see what comes out. If anything else comes out or if they were spent.
1: Yeah, you turn it over and out comes a pair of uh, x ray specs, a big okay. fake mustache. All right. Um, like uh, a whoopee cushion, mm-hmm. um, a Rubik's Cube, uh, like one of those big rainbow Afro wigs, <laughs> um, a pair of flippers, um, uh, some stink bombs. Uh, basically anything you could find in the back of a Mad Magazine circa 1994.
0: <laughs> okay, well, thanks, mighty Dionysus. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna slap on the fake mustache and uh, go with Plan A, and just kind of <laughs> like walk up to the guards.
3: Melbourne's and uh, going to point at your mustache and then at his mustache and be like, "Oh, mm, twinsies, Paladin twinsies." yeah we
0: got this. Excuse me, excuse me, uh, guards, Can if I can have your attention, please. We are here to steal the diamond. Uh, hey, stop right
1: there. Stop right there. Yeah, no, no, right
0: hold there. on. You stop right there. Stop right there. You stop. Stop, you right stop. stop right there. You no, stop. You stop. Hey, you're doing great. You know what? That is exactly what you're supposed to do in your guard role. I'm going to give you uh uh two, two, two gold stars for that. You are doing a great job. As a guard, but what I need you to do right now is these two. See these two right here. Uh, they're going to be stealing the diamond, so I want you to stop them from stealing the diamond. All right, if you're if your guards the way that you're guarding, and I know you are because like that was a great stop right there, right there that you did. Uh, uh, just
1: just do their thing, and um, roll a persuasion with a plus one because you have uh, a mustache on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, baby, 30. <laughs> wow.
2: wow,
3: you rolled a 30?
0: What? I rolled a 19 plus 10 plus one.
1: <laughs> wow, all right, so uh, they're all like, oh, all right, uh, yeah, uh,
0: so. Question being, have I persuaded them to stop them or persuaded
1: them to do whatever I want? Uh, Okay, so yeah, so just like you said, we're going to stop these two guys from stealing the diamond.
0: Yeah, they're going to be stealing the diamond. I'm just going to stand back here behind all of you. Don't let, just pretend I'm not here. All right, I'm going to take some notes, but don't worry about that. You do your thing. I know you're great. You guys are superstars, best of the best. Just stop them from stealing the diamond. I'll just be right back here. And I walk past them behind the diamond.
1: Okay, so should we do our regular rotation or is it like we already know we're here? Like, what's my motivation in this scene? They're here. You're here. Just, like, pretend I'm not here and just just do your thing. All right? All right. They all kind of, like, look at each other. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. And they go, they kind of uh, make, like, a big uh, line uh, in front of the diamond. And they go, are you right there? You two. Put them up.
3: Oh oh no! Oh no! I'm very nervous. And then I'm gonna—I have the vomit in my hand. (laughs) I'm gonna throw it down on the ground. Oh!
4: oh.
1: (laughs) Roll a charisma, just straight up charisma, and you can add a plus one for using fake vomit. That's just—if it's straight
3: charisma, so no, not adding my ability modifier or anything, or with those. With your ability modifier. Yes, with the ability okay. modifier, and that's a that's one. a sixteen then.
1: Sixteen, very good. So yeah. uh, they all go oh, and kind of uh, wince back and uh, kind of uh, back up a little bit, uh, give you a little bit of room. Okay, okay, take it easy, take it easy. I take the diamond. Okay, now it's still behind. Uh, la- <laughs> it's still behind the lasers and the uh, uh, bars and the glass okay lasers
0: and bars and glass no all right oh my oh i analyze the lasers and bars and glasses continue you're all doing great uh what do you do i mean so i want to remind you there's protocol around um uh toxic contagious materials so like i know you've all done your annual training on uh on disease prevention just keep that in mind you're doing great
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, Jimmy, you better get a spill kit for that vomit right away.
4: Oh, Ooh, when's the last
1: time thing? I ate peas? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to get the spill kit. <laughs> Wait, well, look, no, you have to get this. They're kind of like talking amongst themselves. Is there uh, something you're looking for, Jarek, or what's your... I'm just kind of looking at the thing it? and staring and... um. You kind of quickly figure out there's like a pattern to the uh, like up and down of the laser. So like you can time it out and just like step in at the right time to kind of get between them.
0: Um, I think I'm going to cast flock of familiars. Okay. Which will uh, summon my three familiars, which are a turtle, a bird and a cat. Um,
1: Those are all funny.
0: <laughs> so they pop up and i look at the three of them and the lasers and i look at the turtle and i'm like mm, no probably not uh that's a uh, empress dominatrix like you just chill and i look at the bird which is a sparrow killer like uh maybe <laughs> i was like the bird could probably do it but like cat 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 burglars so like yeah that makes sense all right go get that <laughs> and i'm going to send the cat in based on the like alternating patterns to just try to like slip through and get to
1: the diamond. All right. It's able to, um, it goes through the lasers and um, it, I believe that's Mr. Whiskers. Mr. Whiskers is able to slip through the bar, but um, gets inside and the pedestal that it's on is kind of sealed with this glass uh, top on top. And they kind of go up and they sit up on top and kind of go spin around a couple times and then lay down on top of it. Oh, come on, Mr. Whiskers. No, just put it in your mouth or something. It's too big. Okay. It's like a basketball-sized diamond under a big square. What? Yeah, it's huge. It's the world's biggest diamond.
0: While things are, are continuing to progress with the spill kit and such, I'm also going to cast Mage Hand in there. So I can summon it where I want, and mm-hmm. use the mage hand to lift up the. I'm gonna summon the mage hand like inside the diamond case, so it can like lift up on the glass from the inside. Is Mister Whiskers what? on top of that glass though?
1: Yes, they are. Uh, what what uh what's the <laughs> weight uh that mage hand can lift? Hmm, I don't think it's a lot.
0: It's not a lot can carry more than 10 pounds.
1: 10 pounds? Hmm? All right, well, you know that number now.
0: <laughs>
1: you can try If I just it.
0: determined that Mr. Whiskers plus the glass case is not more than 10 pounds, I don't know if Mr. Whiskers says, wait. <laughs> Mr. Whiskers, <laughs> I mean, you get down this instant. It, it wow. <laughs> All right, Sparrow Killer, fly in there and poke Mr. Whiskers so he moves.
1: <laughs> All right, it flies in. And uh, it uh, goes over and the Mr. Whisker's tail is kind of doing that thing where it kind of like bobs kind of back and forth, <laughs> kind of randomly. And the sparrow comes over and like pecks at it like it's a worm. And the cat goes,
0: meow, 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 meow.
1: And kind of uh, like has a little freak out moment and then tries to run through the bars, but hits the bars and kind of like knocks it. And it starts to kind of all wobble kind of back and forth like that. I'll let anybody take a quick reaction. All the guards start to kind of look back.
3: I want to, I want to try to distract them. (laughs) Um, what would he
1: do? Uh, Oh, what's going on
4: back? Uh,
3: I point at that guard that just spoke and Melvin says grovel and he casts command and tells him to grovel.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, He comes down and goes, oh, please, tell us, tell us
4: what's going on around here. Please, sir, please. Well, I am going to steal the diamond. You better watch me closely. I will, I will, sir, I will. I'll look, I'll I'll watch you closely, sir, I will, I will, please, please. And my friend here... She's really trouble. Look how small and tiny she is. You need multiple eyes to keep track of her. Oh yeah, watch this. And Yenny
2: throws up the whoopee cushion into the air and then does a whoosh, like a Matrix-style spin around. And then as the whoopee cushion lands on the ground, she uses her beaver tail to slam on it and just let out an enormous fart.
1: <laughs> uh, Roll a charisma. Plus four. All right. That's going to be 18, baby. 18. All right. You do that. It goes. And it echoes through the whole empty museum. And there's like a moment of silence. And then everybody starts cracking up. All the guards are like. Ah, ha, ha, oh, yeah. And they're all like rolling over, doubling over in laughter. Tasha's
3: hideous whoopee cushion.
1: Yep, exactly. (laughs) Meanwhile, back behind all of that, the uh, cat is freaking out (laughs) under the bars over the diamond. And the uh, bars are kind of... They're kind of all welded together and just kind of put down like that. So they're kind of tipping back and forth. Wait, so that's
0: the... The diamond is under glass inside the bars and the bars yes. are shifting back and forth and the lasers are on the outside of that? Yes. And okay. as it's
1: going, it's like getting close to kind of hitting one of the lasers as it's kind of tipping back and forth.
0: <sighs> um, I'm gonna... Um,
1: so much comedic potential
0: um i'm gonna walk up to the nearest guard and be like what's all this then you're totally missing these familiars and push that guard into the outermost laser and see what happens go in there and get them but oh, like bro. discreetly just that guard like not distracting the attention to all the guards be like Hey, you! I need you to look at this right here
1: and shove him into the lasers. All right, you shove him into the laser, and uh, it like um, comes right down on him. And then suddenly, all the lights on, uh, all the lights kind of start to turn on. Goes a bunch of uh, all the lights in the whole building kind of turn on, and the uh, uh, the diamond inside on the pedestal slowly starts to move downward like it's retracting down into the floor. Uh oh.
3: <laughs> Melvin yells, Melvin Gilrod, and rushes through the guards and smashes the case with his hammer.
0: Okay, I, so I'm gonna did. shoot it with Eldritch Blast. As he's approaching, I'm gonna shoot the diamond with Eldritch Blast, which I have an Eldritch invocation to knock something to pull something ten feet towards me
1: if I hit it with Eldritch Blast. Oh, okay. Does that have a limit to what it can pull?
0: Uh, well, it's generally a person, not a diamond. Um, but and like, not, not really, not really a glass. weight limit.
1: Okay. All right. So it might,
0: it might attract the glass. I don't know if it's light based, <laughs> it would go through glass. It also might go through a diamond though. So I have yeah. no idea. I'm just giving it a shot on instinct.
1: Okay, let's do it. Uh, roll, <laughs> roll an attack. <laughs> that That's
0: true. Fun. If Melvin's on the other side, it might actually go through and hit Melvin, pulling okay, him to so his feet towards me and into the diamond.
1: <laughs> yeah. So here's what happens: uh, Melvin <laughs> runs and leaps over the guards and is about to like jump on and like push this down. And you shoot. Uh, you're kind of far back because you're on behind the lasers, so you shoot an eldritch blast like. Get over here, and it's going. And Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne, it hits Melbourne as he kind of grabs onto the bars, and uh, you hit him with the blast, and it pulls him and the bar uh, and the bars uh, towards you, and they both come flying at you. So make, ah! a, make a, a dexterity save, or be clobbered by Melbourne and the bars. I'm gonna pass also, this.
0: Uh, that's going to be a 34 plus 12 to dexterity scores plus another, actually, no, it's probably not 34. It's just a 26. It's only a 26.
1: Okay. Well let's, I guess instead of like ducking down the easy thing, you like jump over them because that's harder. (laughs) Um, and just uh, like a (laughs) backflip. Yeah, exactly. Unnecessarily. Uh, so the bars come and they're, uh, uh flying out now because you had to pull the uh because he had to pull the bars it knocked the uh pillar which has now stopped moving down and it's uh, knocked the glass off of the top so that it falls down and and it all shatters as this big uh clamoring is happening um and the diamond is now sitting kind of teetering kind of right on the edge. It's almost like it's about to fall over off the pedestal down to the ground as it kind of dangles there for a moment. And it's anybody's opportunity. Uh, all the guards um, stop laughing as at all that cantankerous and they see it. They go, <gasps> and they start kind of moving towards it.
2: Uh, Yenny spots this and... Um, looking at the rubber chicken that she first took out of the bag. She goes, this is all on you, chicky. And she like winds up and then (laughs) basically does a a long toss with the rubber chicken, trying to hit that (coughs) diamond
1: just the extra little bit it needs. Okay. All right. So, uh, roll a, um, roll a d20 and add five for using the rubber chicken. Oh, that's a one. <laughs> oh, no.
2: So six total. So not oh, bad. Wait a minute. Yenny is lucky, though. If I roll a one on, on an ability uh, roll, I can reroll once. So let's take it again. Oh, yeah.
1: Twenty three, baby. Oh, dang. All right. So um, you uh, throw it, but you feel like, oh, no, I, I missed it. And it's not going to work. And uh, it flies. And one of the guards is kind of like getting up and um, is kind of bending over. And the chicken hits his butt and it makes a big, Uh and it squeaks. Uh And it flies up high into the air.
3: His butt does or the chicken
1: does? The chicken. The butt stays on the man. Um, (laughs) The chicken flies up in a perfect arc and everybody's looking at it. And it comes down, and it goes, Burr! and it hits the uh, hits the diamond, and tink, it falls uh, off of the pedestal and goes ding, 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 ding. Except it's much louder and bigger than that, so it's like ding, 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 and it is now free of the pedestal, but it is just sitting on the ground now. The guards uh, begin to kind of scramble, and they're reaching for it. They're trying. They're going to try and grab it. Melbourne yells out "Dibs!" and then jumps. <laughs> All right, roll in athletics.
3: Hey, something I'm good at. Uh, it's a twenty-seven.
1: Okay, so luckily you said dibs. And um, <laughs> you uh, reach for it and uh, you run up and you grab the diamond and kind of do a roll where you kind of uh, tuck into it and uh, do a couple of somersaults and then end up jumping back up to your feet and holding up the diamond high in your hand like that as it kind of glistens uh, in the light there. Ha ha! Let's go,
4: friends! <laughs>
1: And in your head, uh you hear, oh, how delightful. Now uh remember, you have to escape.
0: Alright, well you guys get it from him. Like you can't just let him escape. Like grab it from the guy and bring it here. Alright. You need to give that you need to give that diamond to me, or else like you're all I'm I'm sorry, but like if, if you fail this test, I didn't wanna. I didn't want to put this out here initially, but if you fail this test, it's it's bad news. So you need to get that diamond to me right now uh, to, to pass this thing. All right, go. Oh,
1: oh, all right, we'll, we'll get it. All right, we'll get it. And they uh, surround him, and they, uh, they pull out their uh, uh, spears that they have, and they start kind of surrounding you, and there's spear points all around. Okay, give me the diamond.
0: Non-lethal, please, if possible.
1: Oh, okay. Melvin is they flip-
3: rather tall, and he just
1: holds it over his <laughs> like holds it holds his arm up. They they turn the spears around so it's just the other side, and they kind of uh, okay. Give it, give it here, give it here, give it to me. Oh, how do you
4: ask? Uh Please sir. Uh, otherwise, we'll have to take you to city dungeon. Oh, well, I I wouldn't want that. But and he
3: uh, looks at Yenny and tosses it to Yenny.
1: Okay.
2: Yenny jumps up to catch it.
1: All right. Um, you catch it. They uh, go, Ay! and they uh, run around you. Same thing with the uh, other end of the spears. I give that back. No throwing it back. Uh, Can't throw it back. Oh, no. What am
2: I going to... Huh! And he launches it up in the air and does uh, like paddles it like uh, uh, like you were playing badminton or something. Paddles it like you were hitting a birdie with a beaver tail.
1: Back to Melbourne.
2: Back to Melbourne.
1: Okay, and they go. all oh, right, this ain't funny. And they run. They run back over. And they surround Melbourne. And go, okay, no, no more tricks. Give it right to us.
3: What is Jarek doing during all this? <laughs> Just waiting. <laughs> uh, Listen,
0: sir, Fleet, sir, you gotta uh, get it like from like, them. You can't let them. They're they're embarrassing you.
1: Okay, but I feel like here we we just like we just kill them, boss. Do you want us to like kill them? Like now we'd be killing them, right? Do your thing. Okay. Um,
4: all right. Uh, three, two, one, stab!
1: And they all push their spears with. <laughs>
4: oh the- no! Wait! With- wait! Wait! But
1: with In the Melbourne. dowel part, not the sharp point, and they just okay. kind of they just kind of push it on you, and it's like ow, ow,
4: okay, it will uh, leave uh, a now, bruise. All
1: right, oh, yeah. so
0: I think now that would be that would be lethal if this were actual. So let's go ahead and have you play dead, please.
1: All right. Drop, oh,
4: drop. the pain.
1: <laughs> okay, he falls down. All right, and uh, one of them grabs the diamond. All right, give it here, please. Round. All right, the other ones surround Yenny, and they kind of do the same thing. They push the uh, non-pointy side of the spear into you. uh, uh, uh. Okay, you got him. Just bring me the diamond, please. Okay, all right. Good. Now, uh, one comes up and he hands it to the top and says, "All right, now with the paperwork, then, uh, did we uh, start to fill that out, or are you gonna fill it out?" And then,
0: uh, oh no, I'll take care of everything. Saw- you guys did great. Like this was this was top notch. We're gonna have to do some repairs to this thing, obviously, pointing at the shaky bars and the laser assembly. So, uh, I'll just I'll just keep this with me and fill out the paperwork, and we'll send it to you in seven to ten. And uh, we're all set. But basically, while I have this and uh, this is down, you guys are going to.
4: Wait a minute.
1: Yeah. Guys, this is fake barf. And you guys look over and you see Jerry with the spill kit. He's got it all out and he's like trying to mop it up. And he's like, this is fake barf. I don't think it's real. And they all turn. They all turn to Jarek. Look at
0: you, buddy. That is good. All right, you know what? Uh, you know what that means? Uh, you are the most perceptive of this group. You're going to be in line for
1: captain. Who's the captain here currently? It's me, and you're not fooling me. All right, get him. Spear side, guys. And they all switch their spears around.
0: Listen, buddy, listen.
1: We you were the more.
0: captain, but now this guy's in line to be captain. So it's going to be... Uh, It's gonna be survival in the fittest. You guys go head to head, and whoever wins is the new captain.
1: Roll a roll of persuasion. I'm sick of this. Roll of persuasion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I rolled that one, so it's an eleven.
1: There you go. Uh, Uh, We ain't falling for your tricks anymore. Run, sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, running. You're just gonna run. Yep. (laughs) All right. Uh, Which direction do you want to run? Out. Well, you get to pick. Do you want to go up, down, left,
0: or right? First, I'm going to cast Shatter in the middle of the guards. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. It's going to hit like f- a big sound and like explosion, it's a right?
0: Massive explosion of sound. And it's going to be 3D8. It's a 10 foot radius sphere. Just yeah. Like 10 foot radius style? sphere, just hitting them as many as possible. And okay. they're all going to take 10 damage and be shattered.
1: Oh, gosh. All right. Okay. And it's just like the regular spell?
0: The regular or, spell. Uh, yeah. Not special. Just like how
1: Yeah. Not like. Um,
0: a loud ringing noise, I, painfully intense, erupts from a point of my choice. Constitution saving throw, actually, for all of them.
1: Uh, okay. But it's just like the regular spell. There's nothing different about it. Do you want me to do something different about it? I'm just trying to, you know, help you on your mission.
0: If I have Appreciate the ability, it's a it's a it's a donkey.
1: <laughs> That's how it manifests. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, so the giant donkey prey uh echoes out and knocks a bunch of them over. Uh a couple of them completely <laughs> pass out, uh, unconscious. Uh, and uh, clear the way. So now it's time to escape. Which direction would you like to go? Up, up down? Can we just go right? back out the door we came in? You didn't come in a door. You just we appeared, appeared in here. Oh, we appeared in the mm-hmm. museum. Okay. So there's a wing that goes up. There's a wing that goes down or up. Okay. You guys start uh, head north, and uh, you're running through, and you get to the door, and <laughs> oh no, it's locked. I hit it with my hammer. All right, you hit it with your hammer, and uh, it goes ding. And you hear a voice in your head and goes, "Not funny enough." I hit it with my butt. Okay, <laughs> and you hit it with your butt, and <laughs> they, the, the the doors fly open, and uh, you Yay. guys go out into the uh, city uh, at night, and uh, you kind of see this big. Uh, sprawling metropolis uh, that you're in and there's kind of like the sound of like rustling behind you and you have this big diamond in your hand and then suddenly the background changes and a thump, you're right back in the uh, holy space of Dionysus and he goes oh yes my favorite part is where you use the butt that's great <laughs>
2: use the butt and an ass
1: that's true very good Oh, I'm just so delighted. You've all served me incredibly well and brought comedy back to the realms. How absolutely delighted I am. I have a special gift uh, for each of you to take back to that, um, uh, what do you call it, the material plane? And he says, uh, Platy, henceforth, grab it, please. You see uh, the platypus coming, and he's got a, a big bag. It looks just like that other bag. It's kind of making this like metal, like clank, clank, clank. Sounds like there's a bunch of like rebar, like some steel inside of it. And he takes it and he goes, and he goes, All right, you can take one of whatever you like. Ooh. So you can pick one super silly item and it will have one magic ability with it. Do I
0: still have the world's largest diamond in my hand? Nope, it's gone. Oh. Aww
1: uh he
2: just asks can i just keep the tail
1: uh, no i'm sorry that was kind of an illusion but you can take an item uh, uh how about uh, a platypus why don't you make him an elixir that gives him a gives him some sort of tail like that and he goes oh okay and uh he reaches in the bag and he pulls out like a whole big like chemistry set just kind of like thump like appears like it's all made of cardboard and it starts and there's a little spigot at the end that goes psh, 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 puts a little stopper on it, and you now have uh, one potion of beaver tail. Mm. So you can write that down in your real world item list. These are real items that your character will have in any future campaigns. In the bag, you guys saw that there's um, x ray specs, there's a uh, mm-hmm. fake poop, there's mm-hmm. uh, like big. Novelty sunglasses, basically <laughs> anything you would get from like a tacky souvenir shop or like a spencer's uh that you can think of, you can choose any one of those items and we'll give it a magical property based on how silly of an item it is. I choose x ray specs all right, so you ha- get the x ray specs, and uh while wearing the x-ray specs, you will have uh thirty minutes of true sight <laughs> and you will get the ability to read, to comprehend any language. During like one-time use? Uh, recharges once a day, let's say.
0: Ooh, 30... Okay. True yep. sight and comprehend languages. Gotcha.
1: You have to wear it. But I have to wear the x-ray specs. Do they have like the spirally eyes on them? You can't like hide them. Like it, it'll be very clear <laughs> that you're wearing the x-ray specs. Got it. Are there any novelty like coffee mugs? Yeah, there's like a big, it's like a really big one, and it's Perfect. it says it says like um, it, on the one side it says what do you call a sad coffee, and on the other side it says Depresso, <laughs> and it has like a picture of like a sad coffee bean, like drinking a cup yeah, of coffee. Melvin will absolutely take it. Okay. okay, great, and um, that will uh, when you. When you drink from it, when you spend a turn uh, to drink from it, you will get uh, one round. Yeah, well, you'll have one round of h- being hasted. So you can take a quick sip from your novelty mug nice. and be hasted for the next round in combat. Like a quick jolt. Nice. And you get three sips a day. Recharges at dawn. Only pour over coffee. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so to review... Uh, Yeni now has the real, real world item of the elixir of beaver tail, which will give you the beaver tail, which has super spin attack and then uh slam, which are two new attacks that you can get and use. Jarek has the uh x ray specs, which when worn once per day will grant 30 minutes of true sight and comprehend any language. Nice. And Melbin has the coffee mug of depresso which gives one <laughs> round of haste when used in combat three sips per day recharges daily at dawn nice and dionysus goes oh yes very good you've brought laughter back to the realms and what's more important than laughter and he goes it's a joke platy please laugh and Platypus goes, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> and slowly you're there we go. See, <laughs> Melbourne gets it and yeah, gets it. I honk my hat. Oh yes. Very good. <clears throat> Very good. And uh, your vision begins to uh, slowly fade and you uh, each slip back into your dream state and uh, return back to wherever you were in the realms this night. Well, that's going to do it from all of us at Knights of the World table. Have a happy April Fool's Day, everyone. (laughs) Huzzah!
2: (laughs) Hooray!